Doctors take Field of Greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food and not enough exercise. That's why I take Field of Greens. The fruits and vegetables in Field of Greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And Field of Greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code HEALTH at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday. Max, what's happening? Couldn't find my mute button. I guess I'm pulling a Rory. Sorry about that. I was I was in a different channel. I was I was in a different channel. I was like, how the fuck do I get back to the daily to unmute? Oh Uh, no. Smooth, smooth fucking opening, Max. Way to fucking go. I, I yeah. Um it's going great. It's Wednesday. So much to talk about, including the D-Gen rank, right, Panther? We're going to spend 27 and a half minutes just talking D-Gen rank today. Yeah, well, nothing else happened yesterday. So, I mean, we, we don't need to talk about baseball and basketball. I thought I was the producer, but I got told it's all football all day. So, listen, other than Kyle, who's always pissed about the D-Gen score, um, I think everybody else is going to be kind of bored with it. This is the first time ever I've seen this happen. Arch, what's it look like? Uh, it's, it's broken record time. Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia, Dallas. That's the top four right there. And then after that, after that, Minnesota, Baltimore, Tennessee, Tennessee. Seattle, San Francisco, Miami. Well, you, did, you didn't have Tennessee in your top ten? I think I did. No, I think we all had the same fucking teams in the top yeah. ten, just like mixing it up a little bit towards, towards you know, six through ten. Like, I think I had Seattle the highest out of uh, all of us, um, and I don't feel great about that, <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, Geno Smith for MVP. Um, yeah, I, listen, I think the this is it. These are the top ten as it stands right now, but there was a lot that happened yesterday, right, Panther, that could kind of shake things up, especially that number 10 team, Miami, probably made the most moves of them all, right? Well, Miami made the most moves, and, and honestly, Miami came in at number 10 for me. I'm sitting here hem on between the Giants and the Jets, the Giants and the Jets, like, ah, fuck them both. I trust the Dolphins more. And then they make these moves uh, to, to solidify their team. And I, and I keep mentioning, you know, when we talk about you know, betting Miami, Tua's still undefeated this season. So as long as Tua stays healthy and this team's out there, uh, the Dolphins, I mean, this is a pretty damn good team. They could uh, still move up a few spots in this D-Gen rank. 
Yeah. Uh, what, 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 yeah. What do you think of Miami? I mean, I, I, the, the big one was the the uh, they got Chubb, right? Uh, Bradley Chubb from from Denver, and they also right, um, right. Uh, Jeff Wilson too. Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. Uh, who for a guy that played with uh, uh, the fucking uh, Screech Powers when he was in San Francisco, right? Because mm. it w- was it wasn't Screech over there as the offensive coordinator under Shanahan. Uh, yeah, he was, had yeah. he had Moster and and Wilson, so he's got yeah. his two running. Yeah. So Chubb is assuming the role as Von Miller as like the senior, the senior yeah, defensive exactly. player. Yeah, yeah, the senior guy that's saying "fuck you," we're going to try to win. Yeah, yeah. that's that's that, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, so it, look, it looks like Miami uh, definitely uh, definitely made the, uh, the the best of it. But let's not let's not discount uh, um, the Bills, right? I mean, they, they got uh, um, Hines right from uh, from from the Colts, and so they've been looking for running back for a while. It seems like they missed out on the the big swings, right? Like they they were in the Christian McCaffrey discussion, they missed out on that. The Alvin Kamara talk was fucking heating up, but apparently, I think you know New Orleans wanted like two number one picks or something like that for Kamara, and that was just too pricey for a team like uh, uh, the Bills to give up. Um, the, the, and Philly, Philly was talking about Kamara as well. No, that didn't happen. Um, but yeah, listen, I think the Bills got better. We got a little bit more depth at running back. That's fucking scary for the league, <laughs> you know? And the the biggest trade, though, I, I listen, a team that's not on this chart, but might be on the chart soon, Arch. Uh, third best wide receiver in the league got traded yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I think I, think I may have seen something about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool got traded to Chicago to give uh, Justin Fields a, a weapon now. He has so a weapon, it. a single. That's it. League, watch out. It's <laughs> over. It is over. Justin Fields now has someone to throw to. You are fucked, NFL. That is it. <laughs> they were winning without any wide receivers, so we'll see if Fields can do anything with Chase Claypool. I think Claypool had kind of made his bed last year when he called that, uh, or he was celebrating when they were trying to rush to spike the ball towards the end of a game, and he that just never resonated real well with the other players and the coaching staff, so I think it was kind of a done deal that he was going to be gone, just how much they could get for him. Uh, makes you wonder what's going on in Pittsburgh, though, too, because this is a team that's really offensively challenged even though they got some really popular names some some big names they still seem to not be able to put any kind of consistent offense together now they get rid of one of their big wide receivers bigger wide receivers i guess um so two teams that we don't expect to see in the playoffs at all but i chicago needed a wide receiver they needed something i don't know what this means for pittsburgh well, Claypool showed flashes of being a really good mm-hmm. receiver, but only flashes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I guess Pittsburgh just got tired of it. I mean, what, what did they get for him? Um, second round? Uh, two, a second round pick, yeah. For so that's, year, yeah. I think he was a second round pick to begin with. So good. I mean, mm-hmm. they got him. They squeezed, uh, you know, they squeezed a little bit of value out of him maybe. And then, you know, just got him for an exactly a second round pick. That's a great move for Pittsburgh. You're two and six. You got to think the seasons, you know, it's time to wave mm-hmm. the white flag and look for next year. Yeah, and 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 if you're Chicago, you're uh, you're giving the double fucking birds to uh, Aaron Rodgers, right, for getting Chess Claypool, and then uh, and also uh, T.J. Hawkinson got traded within the division there in the in the North as well. He he went from uh, Detroit to Minnesota. so I mean that Minnesota getting a, another weapon, I think that that that's a huge get for the six and one fucking Vikings. Let's say that, goddamn. So I teams around Aaron Rodgers got better. 
<laughs> what, what what do the Packers do, uh, Panther? Uh, what wide receiver did they bring in? They 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 uh, got Brandon Cooks, right? Uh, nope, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> they got nothing. They got nothing. They got absolutely nothing. They they are fine with this wide receiving core. They're cool from here on out. <laughs> This is typical Green Bay narrative, though. Like they <laughs> never make any midseason moves. Jesus. So Christ. I maybe could have traded Jordan Love to a team for a wide receiver or something. Wow. I don't think I don't think the phone's ringing on that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not not even for Calvin Ridley, who 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 got traded to the team that he bet against last season. Right. He you know that's why he's suspended. He bet against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now. He wakes up this morning and he is a Jacksonville Jaguar. So mm. congrats, Calvin Ridley. When you when when you're eligible to play, uh, you will be playing in Florida, not Atlanta. Um, it, I just want to ask a philosophical question about the trade because it's a real thing now. You know, most of our lives, the trade deadline was always a dud. You know what? Mm-hmm, <laughs> one mm-hmm. guy might get traded for like an eighth mm-hmm, round pick. Mm-hmm. Is this? Are, is this a repercussion from the Rams? Is this showing the Rams? Is, have the Rams showed the NFL? what the true value mm-hmm. of draft picks are. Mm-hmm. 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 It, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Listen, I, 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 I really believe that uh, the, the Eagles did it too, uh, because the Eagles made that trade for um, Robert Quinn. Crazy Brown. Well, oh. no, I was, well, I was thinking of Robert Quinn this year in, in this, in this trade uh, deadline, right. You know, a couple of days ago before the trade deadline was last week or something. They made a trade for Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn had three years left on his deal with Chicago. Somehow Philadelphia got Robert Quinn for the rest of the season. He's not, he's opting out. He's not, they don't have him on the hook for two more years after this. And Chicago's eating $7 million of that fucking salary. They basically got Robert Quinn for a bag of beans. They just, you know, they got to pay some of the fucking salary, but they're just looking and saying, we're just, we're fine to just bring in talent, pay them for a year or two if we have to, and just rotate that in. I mean, you got to remember, like, you know, uh, before, before the, the, the Rams, um, you know, uh, made made the trade with Denver last year, you know, for, for years they, they had um, fucking Dom, not Domicon Sue. You know, they brought him in. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, they brought in um, the guy from Green Bay, the uh, uh, Clay, Clay, uh, Clay Matthews. Oh, I Clay mean, Matthews. They were, yeah, they, they were fine with just bringing in one-year high-value, high-priced players as opposed to trying to draft someone. And I, I think that that other teams are looking around saying, oh, fuck, we can kind of follow that model. And, and you know, and now they got fucked because San Francisco made the fucking killer of all deals. Right. <laughs> For Christmas. And it's, it's not like San Francisco had a ton of fucking draft uh, uh, capital anyway, because they dealt it for a quarterback. That's not even a quarterback right now. So I think there's, a, you know, a lot of teams that probably are on the lower end of the spectrum that do need those draft picks to build. But the upper echelon teams don't. They absolutely don't. And we, we look at a team like Philadelphia that's absolutely stacked with fucking draft picks or whatever. And it's just like, man, just fucking bring in whatever talent that you want. Yeah. You know, you, you could look at a team that is str- like a, a struggling fucking uh, Vegas team. And then they probably could have said, hey, Vegas, we'll trade you our number one next year that we got from New Orleans for Devontae Adams. And Vegas could have been like, OK, you know, like uh, Philly's got a, a ton of like power now. To just trade those picks and bring in whatever talent they want to win. So, I, I agree. I think the Rams kind of changed the narrative. Now, how long that lasts, I'm not sure because there is the the new collective bargaining agreement or the new uh, uh, cap that that's coming into place. Uh, we'll see how that all plays out. But you can only imagine that it's going to be just more money going to the teams, right? So there might be more of these shenanigans that go on. 
Well, it really is a revolving door of assets, whether it's players or draft picks. But this isn't this isn't like the yesteryear league where you tried to build a dynasty. Nobody gives a shit about dynasties anymore. It is a win now league. Win immediately. Your window is maybe four years. So try and get your Super Bowl, and then you'll worry about you know replacing aging veterans or whatever later. But if you got to trade a few draft picks to get a Von Miller or get an Odell Beckham or you know whatever these guys have to do, they'll figure out everything else later. But if your window is right now. You trade whatever you got to trade to address those weaker spots on your roster, and you go out and try and win right now. I think, well, I think uh, honestly, I think that's a great point. Yeah, is the, well the concept of uh, the, the, yeah, I think the concept of dynasty is is at the window. If if you're a team, you need to win a Super Bowl. You, you know, in in a four to five year window, yeah, like that, you got to win a Super Bowl. I mean, the the revenue from a Super Bowl goes a long way too. By the way, you know, you, you win one and you can kind of like live off the fat of the land for a while uh, based off that. I don't know what you're uh, talking and, about. I only have like 14 Chiefs Super Bowl hoodies. And <laughs> you never know when you're gonna get back, so buy as much of the fucking right. merchandise as you can. You should see the section of my closet dedicated to 2015 Royals World Series. <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's gonna be another 50 years yeah, if, you, right, exactly. if you make it that long exactly <laughs> oh christ all right that's nfl do you want to take a couple minutes before the break talk uh what happened in the nba yesterday sure i mean there was a coach there was a coaching move right is, is there collusion going on is that how do you <laughs> you fire or mutually agree that steve nash is no longer your coach and then within the next hour, a guy that's tactically still employed, suspended, yeah. is now your next head. I mean, it's not official yet, but this is shady shit going on. This is your team, so you're more uh, in line to speak about, well, it involves your team. Uh, what the fuck's going on here, Max? So, I, so here's the thing is uh, when Ime Adoka, uh, he was an assistant with Brooklyn, right? That was the guy that Katie and Kyrie wanted to come in and and coach the team. And the team decided to hire Nash instead. Adoka went to the Celtics. That's kind of the narrative that's been there. In the offseason, of course, Katie and Kyrie did their little pouty bitch fest. And, and one of the things they said is we want Nash out of there. Uh, ownership said, no, we're standing behind Nash. But I, I'm guessing behind closed doors, they basically said to the Nets, like, listen, you know, he's going to be on short leash. So if he can't, you know, if he can't win some games, uh, then, you know, we're going to get him out of here soon. Dot, dot, dot. Um, I was looking at the Brooklyn um, statistics yesterday, right, Arch? And I said, man, I'm surprised this team hasn't won more games. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not surprised anymore. I think this team has been... Uh, kind of losing games uh, or half, half playing games uh, to get Nash out of there. And with the, the slow start, it gave it reason, gave cause to get him out of there. Uh, Kyrie's fucking uh, comments and, and, and press conferences aren't helping the situation. I think Nash is happy as fuck. He's going to take more, his money. He's going to say, I'm, I'm out of this fucking asylum. And then on the Celtics, uh, yeah, I think it's great because they wanted to fire Adoka. They wanted to after, you know, he was banging an executive's wife like they wanted him out of there. Now they can get rid of him without having to pay at all. That's it. He's just out of his contract and he can go uh, sign with the Nets. So I think it is a win win really for everyone. Nash gets his fucking sanity, his life back. He can actually go to sleep because that's his big thing. He's a sleep guy. Now he can fucking sleep at night. Uh, Adoka gets the coach this season. Uh, The Celtics don't have to pay Adoka. 
and uh, Ky- Kyrie and KD get exactly what they fucking want. So honestly, I'm I'm happy about the situation. I think it's a win 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 all around. I I knew that Adoka was not coming back. Once you found out that it was like a, a finance executive's wife that he was banging, you know, you knew, well, you, you, you just, you just knew that, oh, fuck that, you know, if it's that high up in an organization, they're not fucking bringing this guy back. So, uh, yeah, listen, it's sad. Like, I, I like the Doka. He, he was a fucking hell of a coach. He had that team playing really hard. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, irked that he gets to go to the Nets, but I think that there's so much fucking dysfunction at the Nets anyway, uh, because Kyrie's there that it doesn't even fucking matter. I really uh, think this is this is a, a mess of a situation. It's going to get even messier. And we were talking about oh, post coach bump yesterday. They fucking came out flat yesterday too, as well. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so, so uh, you know, we'll fucking see. Uh, but for the Celtics, uh, I, I don't think it impacts their fucking championship uh, aspirations anyway because they weren't going to have a Doka around. And they still they still got the guy that's sitting in the general manager's uh, chair that can come down to coach if if we need him to. See, I actually agree with everything you said. I think it's a, it was a win for Boston. They got rid of the circus sideshow that was Idoka. Um, maybe it's a win for Brooklyn. Probably not. I don't think this changes their forecast at all. But it probably is a win for Steve Nash, which probably leads to my next question. Does he land on his feet? Does Steve Nash get another shot at a head coaching job? Or are they going to hold this short stint in Brooklyn against him? I think if he wants one, he can get one. I, I don't know if he wants one. I think he might just be done. Like, I think he, he might just say, no, fuck that. It wasn't worth the stress. It wasn't worth this. He can go into being an analyst. He can fucking move back to Canada and live like a goddamn king. Right? They'll, they'll celebrate him like the fucking uh, greatest basketball player that ever walked this earth. So the shri- shrines of fucking Steve Nash over there in Canada. Um, so listen, I, I I think he can get another opportunity. I, I think a team would would uh, do it, but I think he was the wrong fit anyway. I, I didn't like the I didn't like when they hired him. I didn't like his you know lack of experience. I didn't like uh, his uh, his demeanor. Like the first time I saw him fired up in what three four years he's been coaching was the other night when he got tossed out of the game. It was the only fucking time in like four years that he showed any fucking emotion that he cared about a fucking game. And uh, I I don't think that coaching suits him as much as maybe mentoring. I think he's a type of guy that you know. That you'd want to bring in if you got a young point guard that you think could be, you know, the next uh, next big thing. Like you, you look at a team like, um, uh, like Detroit, right? They, 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 they um, who's the who's the point, the young point guard there? Um, uh, is it Kate, Kate Cunningham? Kate, Kate Cunningham, right? A team like Detroit, say, like, hey, listen, man, we think Kate could be a big fucking star in this league. Can you mentor him? Can you get him to the next level? Like that's the type of fucking situation I think Steve Nash would thrive in and make a lot of money from. So uh, I think he could get a coaching job. I don't know if he wants one. I think he might be better served just being, being an assistant. So if he went and, you know, worked under Pop or, or Kerr or, or one of these other veterans that have been around and had success, it might give him a little bit more the, the experience factor that you were talking about. I mean, you never get head coaching experience until you get a head coaching job. But, um, yeah, I, I think he was set up to fail just by having Kyrie and KD on the roster. Nobody was is going to succeed in that shit show. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. Uh, we should probably take a breather. Hey, yeah, let's talk about the book club. Uh, Arch, is that new thing set up? Is it, the it, new thing it, the new? We'll see. We'll see. Well, maybe I'll teach us on that. Yeah, is it still is it working? Yeah, before I talk about it, it works. Right oh, great! If you go to thedegens.net, there is now uh, an easier, friendly way of signing up and getting your three free day trial. It pairs with your Discord right away, so there's no shenanigans of of when you finally join us for. 
$35 a month. Uh-oh. Yeah, you missed you miss the window, people. Been saying for ages, $25 a month. But guess what? All these guys that are in here right now listening, all these guys are paying, paying $25. I'll say $35 a month. Lock that in. <laughs> that's the next That's the next price you can lock in. Um, but yeah, you got to go to thedgens.net. You, you get access to the book club. You can hang out with us. You can listen live. You can do uh, you know, everything before it goes up to, yes, the $69 a month, Rory. That is our next price hike. By the way, yeah, we're going to go up to $69. That's for fucking sure. Uh, nice. and, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Panther. Uh, <laughs> and you can avoid that price hike if you sign up now and book it over to the book club. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Baseball. Yeah, I just realized you probably need to. I know Maxie's in our little chat about the pricing thing, but you might want to like tell him on the side to update his commercial because his commercial says twenty five dollars. And, you know, like it could just be like a bad edit of like Panther going thirty five and you can just like edit that in there, you know. Just so people don't think it's twenty five. I can do that. Yeah. Uh, World Series. That's still going on, right? Still going on. Can I tell you about how the bull, the the Phillies bullpen sucked for the majority of 162 games this year? <laughs> can, can I talk about that? I mean, uh, listen. No, so far it's been it's it's been absolutely lights out. You know, kind of following the model of the Braves last year. They got hot at the right time. Uh, yesterday's beatdown of the Astros. If you know Phillies pitching staff once again, um, you know, did a great job. They blanked the uh, the trash can bangers over there, and now Phil, Phillies just two games away from a World Series title. You know, I saw Eggburger was listening live. I think he he left. I don't think he's listening live right now which is unfortunate uh because i was gonna say he's probably the one phillies fan that makes me like you know kind of root for the phillies here you know he's got he's a good the story one, he's got a great story and I, I actually like egg burger so he's the one phillies fan that i interact with that that you know i would say i'd be happy if the phillies won uh, so yeah egg burger if you are listening to this afterwards you know i'm i'm you know i'm pulling for you Everyone else can go fuck themselves, really. Uh, but listen, the Phillies going to put their their ace on the mound today. Aaron Nola was not so much of an ace in his first game, right? But still, the Phillies managed to rally back from his shit show. They won that game anyway. Astros going to counter today with a uh, uh, Christian Javier. Uh, he pitched incredibly well his last time out. He blanked the Yankees over five uh, five and one one third inning. Yeah, man, it's it's hard to you know it's hard to say you know admit this, but the Phillies have the momentum. They have the home field advantage and the way that they're hitting right now and their unexpected pitching. It does seem like they will win the series. But of course, I would expect nothing less from a team that has the fourth highest payroll in the league. So, you know, just saying, uh, I, I like the Phillies here to win this one. A lean on Philadelphia. 
you know, the big takeaway from yesterday, you know, you're, you're commenting on the, the Phillies pitching, but apparently Lance McCullers specifically, and it's going to lead into my question about Christian Javier, is McCullers was tipping pitches. He was tipping pitches so badly that after Bryce Harper hit his home run, he basically went down the lineup and said, this is what you're looking for. This is what you're looking for. Five home runs later, the the Astros, I think, knew the game was over and didn't want to tax their bullpen. So they just left McCullers in there. The poor guy got absolutely obliterated. But I saw the video. I saw what he was doing. He was tipping his pitches very, very badly. Uh, uh, and I wonder if maybe some of that is going on with some of the entire pitching staff, something that the Phillies batters will be looking at with Christian Javier, who they haven't faced yet. Javier had an outstanding season. Um, and, I, you know, this is the nice thing that the Astros have. They just get to every day, just throw a freaking ace out there every flipping day. They're going to get one of these three. This, this series is going back to Houston. Obviously, they didn't get last night's game. I think this one lines up pretty well. They got to NOLA before. They can probably get to NOLA again. I am a little skittish here because the Phillies did not realize this, are undefeated this postseason. Did not really realize that. But I'm going to fade them that they're going to take an L here. I'm taking the Astros for 50 bucks. Yes, I, I think it's uh, I think it's that time to jump off the Phillies, and I think uh, I think the Astros get their revenge tonight. Um, yeah, I, I, I saw the the tipping the pitches thing. It sounds like cheating Phillies fans and everybody hmm. else in the MLB. That didn't sound very fair. I don't know about that. Um. <laughs> uh, Panther, you mean they're undefeated at home? By the home, way, home. They're not undefeated in the playoffs. They 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 they're up. Two to one I mean, at home, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, at yeah. home in the playoffs, yeah. yeah, and they lost to the Padres too, so they have two losses in the playoffs. But yeah, and they lost. Did they, they lost one to the Braves too? Yeah, so they've got three losses in the playoffs, but at home they're undefeated. Yeah, that's what I meant. Undefeated at home in the playoffs. Gotcha. Well, I definitely want a piece of the Astros minus the one hundred five today. I think yeah, I think they strike back. And this is uh, this is the time where I say, I wish Dusty Baker wasn't their manager. All right. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They to overcompensate yeah, yeah. to be cleaned and make sure everybody were good guys. And yeah, it's biting them in the ass. Yeah, you know, it's funny too. Is is that I think you know when when I was uh, saying oh how the Astros are such a great team and I think that they're going to win the World Series and everything. Um, I totally forgot that Dusty Baker is their manager. There's no Steve Bartman <laughs> to blame this one on. No, no, definitely not. Uh, NBA. I got a couple games I'm going to bet on. Let's look at uh, Washington, Philadelphia. Um, I, I've not had a good betting time betting the Sixers this season. <laughs> I really haven't. Well, I hope that changes today because I'm going to eat some fucking chalk. Um, and if Joel Embiid doesn't play because his fucking tummy hurts, then uh, this, this might be another team I'm adding to my fucking banned betting list. They've looked better as of late. They've won three games in a row, including a road win over the same Washington team, what, just a few days ago. They're returning home after a four-game road trip where... Home hasn't been that automatic win for them like it had been in previous seasons, but I I think that changes today. Wizards starting to show some of their vulnerabilities, and especially those issues are showing up when they're on the road. So I think uh, Philadelphia gets it done today. $15 money line bet on the Sixers. I like the Sixers to win at home. It's just the line wasn't as much as I would like to eat. I think Washington could keep it close, so I'll probably lean the bullets. I'll lean lean, uh, the 76ers with you. They're going to have to turn things around. At some point. Uh, so I'll lean that way. Not going to bet it. 
All right. I, you know, I had four that I wanted to bet, but then, you know, because of injuries and stuff like that, I dropped two off. So here's Whoa. here's the last one I want to talk about is Atlanta, New York. Uh, Knicks just continue to be a team that surprises me. And I know they just dropped two in a row, but I, I no shame in losing to Milwaukee and Cleveland on the road. I'm, I'm just saying uh, Knicks have played so much better at MSG this season. Hawks, they've struggled on the road. I like New York to grab the win today. So a ten dollar money line bet on the Knicks. I'm thinking the Hawks can't lose all of their road games, right? They've they've lost their last three road games, and some of them, a couple of them, pretty convincingly. That gave me pause. I think they do have the two best players in Trey Young and Dejounte Murray on the floor, uh, but on the road, it was just hard to really bet them. I think it's a pretty even line. I'll lean the Hawks, but I don't like this game either. I'm leaning the Knicks with you on this one. Uh, I think it's really close. <laughs> I think you cash it. I almost bet it, but couldn't quite get there. Little little hesitation. So I, I think you got this. All right. Uh, those are my two NBA games. Panther, what else you got? Would you believe I only have one game? I do. I, I do believe that, Panther, because the NBA. I do not like right this. now. It, uh, well, uh, I'm actually undefeated this week so far in the hey, NBA. Hey, hey, good job. Good job. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if I keep that streak going. Toronto's on the road going to San Antonio. And while I think Toronto wins this game, San Antonio, somebody just didn't give them the message that they're in the sweepstakes to, you know, get, get that number one draft pick. They've actually been playing some pretty good ball, pretty competitive. I think they keep it within eight points. So I'm going to take the Spurs plus the eight for 10 bucks. Yeah, I, I think it was in the, the post show or, or something like that. I was talking about how, you know, you look at San Antonio and yeah, they, they're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. They're more like a middle of the road team in the league right now, which again is is good for them. I think that bottoms out a bit. Uh, I'm, I'm worried about the, them being able to sustain some of the play that they have. Toronto is a team that I think can go on the road where they've got enough talent uh, to beat San Antonio and cover this. I'm going to lean the Raptors here, but yeah, it's a, it's a little bit too many for me to bet, but I think the I think the Raptors win this one. Probably cover. Oh, the good news is if you wait a little while, it's it's shrinking apparently. Open. I eight, saw that. Yeah, seven yeah. and a half, seven six and a half now in some books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, Vegas agrees. Yeah, they, they certainly do. How about you? That's you, it. Who, That's who all you, you like actually, in that one? Oh, uh, uh, in that one, in the Spurs. <laughs> I stopped looking. I, I'm leaning the Raptors in that one, but not. Gotcha. I think it's just a touch too many points. Maybe I'll wait yeah. for it to get down to six. Maybe. The, yeah, and then you can hammer that. Uh, what are you betting? Um, God damn it. I'm going to do it. I can't believe I'm going to do it. <laughs> Troy's playing Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. Eat the 11 and a half? I'm eating 11 and a half. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I, I, I really, yeah. I, I, it seems certainly plausible to me that the Bucks win by way more than 11 and a half against the Pistons. So, yeah, fuck it. 10 bucks on the Bucks. So Iceberg disagrees. He's taking the Pistons plus 11 and a half. But I am actually in total agreement with you. I, I, of course, I can't do the money line on this because I'm not I'm not going to do a minus 700 line or whatever. But uh, I have the Bucks covering. <laughs> so I'll lean on Milwaukee. Uh, with this new scheduling model that the NBA has, these two teams literally just played and Milwaukee beat them by two points. Now, the last time Detroit kept a game close in a back to back against the same opponent, they got actually obliterated. And that was what gave me pause here was that I was afraid that Milwaukee might just take them out to the woodshed and beat them like Adrian Peterson's kid. Uh, so I, as much as I like the 11 and a half, they're very capable of losing by 20. So I'll lean the bucks. All right. Um, there's one more I want to look at here. Yeah, we'll do this. Utah is playing Dallas. 
And uh, I'm, I just don't think that highly of Utah. Honestly, I really don't. I think Dallas at the five and a half, I think they can do this. I'm jumping on the Mavs. Ten bucks. Yeah, um, uh, more moral support here as well. I think and Utah is in that same category as San Antonio, where I think that right now, statistically, they're middle of the pack. But it seems like the the indicators say that they're going to drop off uh, eventually. And and Dallas is a team that I think that probably hasn't even quite hit its stride just yet. Uh, yeah, a little bit too much for me to want to bet the money line in Dallas here, because considering I fucking ate what minus 360 or something like that you know on fucking philly so i'm not going to do it twice in the same day i'll lean on dallas yeah utah is not that great on the road either and they're nursing some injuries three key players that are listed as questionable which would give me a lot of pause if anybody was interested in betting utah Uh, so i'll lean dallas but not a game that i like all right uh that's all i had for right now i'm gonna talk more about this stuff in the book club Great. Uh, NHL, can I just do a quick like recap or nod to yesterday? We were talking about some of those uh, those big yeah, uh, plus line yeah. games. Uh, so, you know, I said definitely fade uh, Montreal. That was that was smart. But I like Seattle. I like Arizona. Both of those hit. So Arizona plus 215, Seattle plus 198. A you hell know. of a fucking win by Seattle. And, and like really, Arizona came out from the fucking get-go and was just hammering Florida. Like I don't think Florida knew what was happening. And I, I mentioned it on uh, maybe the post show or the pre-show that uh, Arizona is playing like in a college arena right now. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. place is getting fucking wild for them. So like whereas they were playing in a stadium where like 400 people were showing up, this place is getting packed and it is it's becoming like one of the go to fucking places in the NHL. Watch out for this Arizona Coyotes team when, when they got a big plus line. Now, there is a team with a big plus line today. I was salivating over this last night because it is the Philadelphia Flyers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. But I just I just couldn't quite get there. It's unfortunate because oh. be because you know it was looking like the perfect fucking storm there. It was a goddamn Toronto never shows up when they got the big fucking lines. I going to lean Philadelphia here. Mm. Uh, the one game I am betting though is uh, the Buffalo Sabers. I think that they uh, they beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, Penguins dealing with a slew of injuries at the moment. They're on a terrible losing streak, and I know they're bound to break that eventually. I just don't like them to do it tonight. Uh, they're on the road. They're a favorite. This this Buffalo team is feisty as fuck. In fact, my numbers say the, the Sabres outright win this one. So, yeah, a $10 bet on Buffalo. So, good news, I'm on this game. Bad news, I'm not <laughs> on the same side as you. Uh, Pittsburgh, as you mentioned, have lost five in a row. They did manage to score five goals last night and still managed to lose. Uh, I did win that game. But my thing with Buffalo is, yeah, their record looks nice. Yeah, their stats look nice. But they're getting fat off an incredibly weak schedule. They're beating the Blackhawks, and they're beating, uh, you know, these other garbage teams. Even though Pittsburgh's playing with their backups, I think they can stop this losing streak, stop the bleeding. So I'm putting 10 bucks on the Penguins. I was just looking at Buffalo Sabres strength of schedule in the East. They're, they says they're number two strength mm-hmm. of schedule. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because the, the teams that they lost to were the good ones. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Um, they, they beat the Flames. They beat the Oilers. I mean, uh, you, they beat the Senators. I, I don't know. Like, I, they, they lost the close one to the Panthers. They, you know, I don't know. Beat the shit out of the fucking Red Wings. I, I okay, cool. Any comments to speak I, of? Iceberg Iceberg agrees with me. He's on the Buffalo Money line go. as well. Yeah, uh, that's all that matters. Uh, no, that's it. 
All right. What do we talk? <laughs> what do we talk about today? That's we, it. We hinted at the DGen. <laughs> well, I hinted at. We brushed over the DGen power ranking because it's uh, you know it's kind of boring this season. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is kind of set in stone apparently. So we'll see. We'll see if that fluctuates. Uh, we talked about World Series. We talked about basketball and hockey, Max, and of course NFL trades and how the Rams fucked everything up. That's it. Mm. That is it. It'd be imagine how good the birds would be if they had a better uh, better quarterback. Like maybe if they had a Marcus Mariota or a Cooper Rush. You know, maybe maybe Carson the birds Wentz. or Justin maybe, Fields. Maybe the birds would be like the number one in our DGen rank if they had just a, a, a better quarterback. I don't know. Uh, hey, let us know what you think about our picture picks. Anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, up, please highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. God, I really want to take the Sabres and fade you, but I'm, I'm not going to do that to you. So um, I will take the New York Knicks on the money line. We won't touch that hockey game, man. Arch, what do you got? I'll take the Sabres. You're a dick. You're kidding me. You're an absolute dick. Oh, fuck you both. Give me the Houston Astros. We got the Knicks, the fucking Buffalo Sabres, and the Houston Astros. We'll put those three together. That's your DJ Parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter. It's the Book Club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're doing today, and when it's all said and done, give us all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.